yes, yes. Welcome to part two of number 84, the 84th installment of The Lost Dial, powered for you all by allnoiseradio.com. I am Mike DuPaul, sitting across the bulletproof glass <laughs> window is T. Sterling Watson at the helm, at the control board. What up, what up? I'm just over here, lost, lost in a little, in a little recording bubble. Are you lonely? I like the lounge. I mean, th- this is, like we said, more like probably what's in a real yes, studio. What you'd be really dealing with out there in the real world. Actually, with pictures I've seen of um, like morning shows, they actually have like it. They do. It the looks lounge a little. Thing. Yeah, it looks a little more like the lounge. Comfortable, yeah. And there's maybe somebody maybe sitting like in the middle or. Um, at the you know controls like I am right the uh, this um, yeah before they started doing the lounge thing uh, I guess you know there's still some smaller stations that probably are set up this way but right you know um, I'm sure most of uh, you know I've watched uh, Stephanie Miller's show on current TV they do it in a lounge atmosphere Opie and Anthony do it in a lounge atmosphere all the all the big timers do it in the lounge oh, the, big wigs. the big wigs of radio broadcast <laughs> <laughs> um have you heard of a movie called battle royale battle royale yes um no it's a japanese movie that came out in 2000 mm-hmm. um the reason why i heard about it is because uh it was like number one on quentin Tar- quentin tarantino's list of his favorite films mm-hmm. since he started directing mm-hmm. um, movies uh, way back in '92 with Reservoir Dogs. Um, was that '92? That's uh, that was his debut. That was his debut. Um, but that's like his number one top movie. Back in the golden '90s. He had a list of twenty, <laughs> but that was the that was the number one. Um, the re- Battle Royale. Yeah, the other tw- the other nineteen they were in alphabetical order. Are all his good. movies? Nope, none of his oh. movies are on the list. <laughs> um, but seated. But the reason why I brought that up because I watched that over the uh, this past. Oh, week. you did. Yeah, actually, I think over the weekend. And, um, I think it's a movie that you'd probably like because mm-hmm. it's got that kind of uh, disturbing feel to it. That, oh, that, that controversy, <laughs> that that dark darkness. Battle Royale. It is a what movie? You said it's a Japanese movie. Japanese film. Yeah, you have Netflix. It's on there. Okay. So, um, go go check that out. It's also been um, compared to, or or rather. The Hunger Games have been compared to this. Really? Now, both Hunger Games and Battle Royale, they're both based on novels. Uh-huh. Um, but still, Battle Royale um, beats it by, I think, like 10 years or something. Is uh, Battle Royale based on a Japanese author's novel? I think so. Um, I don't know. I mean, I read a couple of uh, quotes from the uh, the author, but... I mean, it could have easily been translated into English, so I don't really know. I forgot the, I forgot the guy's name, but... I mean, I like what he said. He said, as long as people are reading either one and they're getting something from it, that's all an author can really ask for. Because they were talking to him about um, how he felt if people said, oh, the Hunger Games um, or Battle Royale is a ripoff of the Hunger Games. And he's like, you know, as long as people are reading it, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Um, is uh, is it in the style, the Battle Royale, is it in the style of like a crouching tiger, hidden dragon with people running up trees and whatnot? Nope. Um, this is more, I was going to say realistic. I'll, I'll just give you a, pretty much a synopsis of what the movie's about. Um, in a distant future, uh, I guess 
something happened in Japan where I think it's Japan that takes place. And maybe it's just the whole world. But basically... Um, a terrible earthquake followed by a tsunami. I believe it, an economic crisis had oh, kind of happened. Uh. And um, for whatever reason, I think the punishment is that uh, a high school class or just no not even a high school class like it's younger than that um there's a class of some a random class is picked and they have to go out into a deserted island and fight each other to the death and they have three days to do this or else they'll all die so there can can only be one winner and they have to do this i think every year this is set with the backdrop of an of an economic this has nothing to do with uh, it's it's a dystopian future so okay. basically, something bad had happened, and now you know. Now this is the way people are. Turmoil. People are living. Right. So, the uh, now I this mean, this is being this was set up most likely by um, higher ups. Oh yeah, definitely. This yeah. is a government issue thing, and even when they bring the the class in, the first people they talk to is, I, uh, assumingly, it's the military basically, and they're uh. they're giving them the rules and like okay, and it starts out with forty two of them, and they they tell them like okay, this is what's going to happen. Um, they show them a little video, which maybe is meant to be comical. I don't know, but it's it's Japan, so they're weird anyway. Anyway, uh, yeah. so it's got the little girl kind of flying around, like, okay, this is what you gotta do. You know, this is your your neck brace or your um uh, your your bracelet, your monitor. The little girl flying around. Well, she's okay. She's not flying, but she's just so happy and uppity. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she's explaining what's in your pack, and you everybody gets a weapon. So you but start you don't foaming know. at the mouth watching this. No, I, I thought it was it was your amusing. neck seizes up, and you have but a... I I knew something bad was gonna happen, and something does. Something bad happens <clears throat> twice, even while watching the train. How video. young are these kids? Uh, they look young. They look like maybe ten to probably like 17. elementary school kids. It almost seems that way. Some of them, yeah. Hmm. And uh, like they're all, they all have to fight each other to the death, and with swords, um, or, an, or anything that anything. they can find. They all, yeah, pretty much anything they can find. But they're all given a weapon. Some people, some weapons are better than others. Some are not even. Nobody, really nobody is issued a a um, gun. I'm assuming. Oh, there's a few guns. Out oh, there. really? Yeah, okay. there's a few guns. There's um axes. There's ice picks. Oh wow! Um, brutal. Some people are are given like binoculars or GPS units, but the GPS units actually let you know where the other people are. Uh-huh. So some of the weapons they they might not actually hurt you, but they could actually help you. Yeah. Um. But it's very interesting, and throughout the gory? movie, there are times where it, it is kind of gory and bloody, um, but this is also where you see a lot of other movies and TV shows kind of take their inspiration from. This is, again, once you see this movie, you can understand some of, um, uh, well, especially Kill Bill. Where With all the, the, the cutting the arm off, and it's just spraying blood. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of happens. And the neck braces that you have, you can't take them off, and if you try to, then it'll explode. Oh, Okay. Um, so it, it's some there's some crazy things that happen and it left me like that's like wow, the pizza delivery to, guy. I need to watch something a little happier. Do you remember? Do you remember about that? Yes, I believe so. Is it, was that a dream or did that really happen? I think that something like that happened. Pizza and, delivery and, guy and got like a, a an explosive thing put around his neck and uh, yeah, yeah, I do vaguely. I thought it might end did up. Did the guy hoax. explode? I don't think so. Hmm. I don't think he did. I'll look into that. But I watched that movie. I, I mean, overall, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I definitely see how it inspired a lot of other things after that, like a few things. Um, again, Kill Bill. Um, there are some elements that are in the um, TV show Lost. Um, you can also see things from previous things like uh, Lord of the Flies. Uh-huh. Happening yeah, there. So yeah. It's, it's really quite an influential movie. Now, what was interesting was they were actually planning on making an American version of it, 
But since the Hunger Games came out, right, that would just seem like they're ripping off the Hunger Games. Now, have you seen that? Yes, I have. And I actually saw the Hunger Games before I saw Battle Royale, and I'm saying Battle Royale is better. Really? Yeah. Even though I did, you know, I kind of liked Hunger Games a little bit. However, my sister, she would disagree because she read the book, and she would say, I think she would probably recommend you watch the movie before you read the book because you would be upset. Really? And I understand because she explained because they rushed everything in the book. I mean, they rushed everything in the movie. Right. There's a certain character that befriends the the lead character, and their friendship is, you know, played out a lot longer. Um, you learn a lot more about this character. But in the movie, she dies like 10 minutes later. So See, some movies uh, shouldn't be – or some, some books just – unless you have the budget or the um, – I guess the name recognition with some directors to put out a trilogy or a two-parter. Mm-hmm. Some books need to be left alone. I mean, like left as books, right? Because unless, like I said, unless you're you know a big-time director who's gonna draw you know people to the audience or draw people to the uh, theater just because of your name, and you know you have the budget, uh, and you have to have the vision to do it too, right? To do a two-parter or a three-parter, like you know, I'm seeing you know. Peter Jackson doing The Hobbit, and I'm like, you know, see, my father disagrees with me. He thinks that The Hobbit can be stretched out into a trilogy. I don't Which see it. Which it is now. I don't see it. Uh, unless they had to, like, come up and write a whole bunch of other stuff. But that's not that's not right. I mean, Tolkien is dead, um, and I just, you know, I know they have to do, they have to rewrite, you know, uh, rewrite certain things. Uh, in a certain way to to create a movie from a book, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't know the idea of doing the Hobbit as a three parter. I just didn't think the Hobbit w- had enough to it to do it, unless you yeah came up and wrote a whole bunch of new stuff for it. But that's happened with um, the last Harry Potter movie and the last Twilight movie, where they end up splitting that last book into mm-hmm. making it two separate movies. Um, are you still going to end up seeing it though? Hobbit? Yeah. I always liked The Hobbit better than uh, the uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy. Uh, I don't know. I probably will see it. I mean, I did watch, you know, Kicking and Screaming, all the, <laughs> the Lord of the Rings <laughs> all movies. of Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings, but uh, well, I didn't. they were okay. They were entertaining. I, I just was never a big, huge fan in the first place. I mean. Yeah, I never read any of the books, and I this is like. Probably the first I well when the Lord of the Rings came out that was the first I've ever really heard of any of these stories yeah um, and I heard of the guy's name before Tolkien but I just you know never read anything about it I just didn't care um, I don't think I'm gonna go to the theater to see it but you're talking about unfilmable books and the first one that always pops to my mind is um, Watchmen which Some, yeah which a lot of people you know they can say it's bad or whatever I loved it I just, I still will defend as it. of someone who's never read the uh the, the actual graphic novel or whatever was was decent. Yeah, and, and it's actually the first graphic novel I ever read, and I read it before I went to go see it. So I was like, wow, they they stayed pretty faithful to it, except for the very, very end, but, you know, I can understand why they changed it. Do you think it could have been stretched out, though? I mean, it's... I have the... Was everything able to be done properly in a... In the theatrical two hour, version? Two and a half hour film? In the theatrical version... Mm. everything is there except for the comic within a comic. So if you got mm-hmm. the director's uncut version that I have, then you get to see everything that happened because they actually have the comic within a comic in that movie, mm-hmm. and it's about three and a half hours long. <laughs> so. um, 
There, yeah. There is one more movie that's coming out called um, Cloud of oh man, Cloud Atlas. And <laughs> this movie, I believe, is also like maybe three hours plus, uh. and it's directed by three people. Three. Yes. Is it broken into three parts, or is it? It's a... actually a story or six stories woven together. And I, I always wondered about that with uh with you know like like the Cohen. Bro- well, normally like one of them will direct, the other will produce. Mm-hmm. But uh, I always kind of I always kind of thought or or, or or saw directors as maybe being uh kind of uh hot headed, <laughs> and they might not be able to uh, do any sort of collaboration work like that where there's you know, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to watch... Too many like, chiefs, not enough Indians. Yeah, exactly. I'd, I'd love to watch two directors direct at the same time, like how they would do it. Um, you know, kind of that behind-the-scenes stuff, which, oddly enough, i Physical altercation where they end up... Or maybe they do the fighting offset, and then they come Punching back. each other in the face. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe there's just two director's chairs there, and then they're like, what do you think about that? Cut? Okay, we'll cut. Peter Jackson and Michael Bay, you know. Well, because this is by the Wachovi... My movies siblings. are more ridiculous than yours. <laughs> uh, Andy, Peter Jackson's okay. I, I like King Kong. Andy and now Lana, because I guess he or she is now officially a woman. Uh, the Wachovia brothers, who have uh, Matrix fame, uh. and some other guy or person. I can't remember their name or if it's a male. Well, what about this movie that you just brought up? The uh, directed Cloud by, Atlas. Directed by how many people? Three. Three. The Wachovia siblings and a third person, who I can't remember. Hmm. And um, starring Tom Hanks and Halle oh. Berry oh. and a handful of other people. And uh, they're all playing multiple characters. Huh. And it looks very interesting. I'd, I would like to check it out. What the, does it look like? Uh... It, And this is a word that I, um, Kevin, Mark, and I argue about but because uh, he overuses it. And I only use it when it's absolutely necessary. Yeah. Um, but this actually <laughs> looks like an epic. Oh, it's epic. <laughs> yes. uh, epic, yeah, I know. For all you people out there who overuse certain things, and yeah, epic is one of them. Mm-hmm. And because uh, uh, everything can't be epic, because then it, it just—it's epic. This taco is epic. <laughs> no, it's not. It's okay. It's good. It's uh, it's mediocre. Because <laughs> that that belittles the word a little bit. Yeah, I mean, because um, epic is a strong word. It is. And if everything was epic, then I hate your to life see would... some of these words just completely destroyed because uh you know punk kids want to i know and then epic becomes normal i'm like oh like that soda you just drank that was epic so that's god that one sip of dr pepper was epic (laughs) the next one's probably going to be epic too but i'm not sure (laughs) i'll let you know uh epic um but yeah this definitely does look like the epic in the sense that it's supposed to be tommy hanks huh yeah, um, Tom Hanks just will not give it up. He he he's got enough money to go around a thousand times, but he, uh, should he? Yeah, I don't think he should. He's that's what he likes it's to do. For the art, yeah, he's an artist. He's an artist. Yeah, I know. he's doing what he loves. I know. What about his son though? Give his son a couple roles. He's got a few roles. In fact, they I think they did a movie together. Colin Wood, I think. Oh gee, Willikers. You just said give him a, you know a role or something. Now you're upset that he's he's got some roles. <laughs> no no no. I mean, he even had a TV show which was awesome but got canceled. What was that? Uh, the Good Guys. It was on for a year, I think, maybe two. Hmm. But I thought it was good. It was. It was. A, it was a cop Is show. Is that his only child? Um, might be the only child that's that's in made, the business. Right, it's in the business. I don't know. Or that tried to get into the business because his daddy is. <laughs> 
I'll do as good as my daddy because my daddy's Tom Hanks. And I think he was in the um, – he might have been like one of the main villains in um, Dexter last season, which I haven't watched yet. Um, Hanks' son? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he's out there. He's doing stuff. He's just, you know, not quite a big as big name as his father is yet. Or I don't know if he wants to be. I don't watch Dexter, but I saw one of the uh, one of the the cases for one of the seasons of Dexter. I don't know if it's the latest one mm-hmm. where Dexter's standing there, you know, up against a white background, but there's blood splatter and it looks like he's got angel wings. Yeah, that's for last season. Okay. That's pretty clever. Yeah. He's a blood guy, huh? He's a he, killer. He's a he's a good guy, but at night he's a he's a killer. Is that how it goes? Yeah, his his day job. He's a. Um, a I haven't blood, ha- I haven't had batter. you and Chris uh, talk up uh, Dexter in long in a long well, time, I so I, I forget I forget what it's about. I haven't watched it, and I don't have access. To, well, I do have access to Showtime, but I sometimes I can't find the time to get to like my sister's house to watch it. Yeah, see, Showtime is a toughie. I don't know why. Showtime's so tough. My parents have every channel in the world, but they don't. Have, I don't get what it is with Showtime. Why people don't have Showtime? But I like Nurse Jackie, and Nurse Jackie's on Showtime. Hmm. <laughs> um, that Why one, don't you have it? Why don't you have Showtime? And I'm still trying to get through the first season of Weeds because that's on Showtime as well. Yeah, um, yeah, it's that's an entertaining uh, show. It's a ripoff of uh, Breaking Bad, of course. Except, can you, can you really? The, can you really call lady, it that? Except the lady's a soccer mom, and she and she sells weed. I, I don't know if you can say that though, because I think weeds might have came out before Breaking Bad. <laughs> no, I don't think so. And um, <laughs> Kevin Nealon's in it. What is Kevin Nealon's uh, position in that? Um, he is, I think, like her attorney or accountant, oh, okay. yeah, something yeah. to that effect. Kevin Nealon, but oh, um, geez. something like that. What about um? You know, my mom brought up this show, and she's all concerned because she watched the the first season, and she really wants to know if it's uh. If it's coming out with a second, if they're going to come out with a second season, and I looked it up and I didn't really see anything. What's the show? Persons Unknown. Are you familiar with this? Persons Unknown? Yeah. Yeah, that's done. It was only one season and that's yeah, it? Yeah, it was an awesome show. Um, I figured you might know about this. Yeah. Because, and it's kind of like, uh, you know, and I thought of it when you were telling me about the, you and know, I'll tell you the bringing story. them to the desert or to the, lo- to the lost island and... These people, you know, I guess were yeah. They were brought to a, a deserted town. Yeah. Um, and it was just uh, what, like seven of them. You you have a uh, you have juice on this. You yeah, have I do. A, okay. I do. Tell like, me because I, I, I need to report back to mommy. I, I watched it, and me and my sister actually watched it. Um, and she was sad to find out that it wasn't coming back. But I'll, I'm I'll get into that. But basically, the synopsis is you know like seven people. I think it was like seven people. They were brought to this ghost town, and they had to survive. Um. But not to kill one another. No, they weren't trying to kill each other. I think they just had to survive, and it was almost like they were playing a game. Right, yeah. And they're trying to figure out who sent them there and why, and there's people on the outside that were trying to find them. Yeah. Um, The way the season ended, they thought, I think they thought they were all going to get back home, but then they found themselves on level two. Right. So, So which would make you hope that they're going to return with another season. Now, to... what happened was they set this up, or at least NBC set it up as a oh, miniseries. was it an it NBC, was an NBC show? Oh, yeah. that's, that's the... They started calling it an NB- a miniseries once the ratings weren't doing that well. So that meant already, like, yeah, we're going to let this go. Okay. If, or yeah, we're going to let this go unless um, it does well overseas. So if it does well overseas, that's a chance for it to come back. Right. At least over there, they can, you know, finance it and keep it going for but it was a mega season. flop overseas apparently didn't do well because it's been you know that's it we haven't heard anything since then the chatter is a lot of people liked it though yeah the i mean people that the people that actually did watch it yeah 
the thing was really got into NBC it. never really promoted it, so uh-huh. it was hard for anyone to know about it if nobody knew it was this on. This aired when? Because she she found she stumbled upon it on Netflix. Right, I think that's where it is now. And I mean, what I like what Netflix is doing because they are they're actually trying to bring shows back, like shows that like did yeah. really well or, <laughs> or not not really well, but people that had like cult followings, right? Like right. Arrested Development that's coming back next year. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it'd be really nice if they did that because I know my sister would be overwhelmed. Like, oh great, Persons Unknown is coming back. Um, I didn't know it was on Netflix, but since I had already watched it, I'm probably not going to watch it again, even though it was awesome. Oh, wait, maybe she, I didn't know. She was telling me about it, and she was really uh, really talking it up like it was something special. Yeah, it was It was actually a really good show, because a few of the actors on there I've seen in other things, and I'm like, hey, that's that guy. And yeah. I, thought it was, I thought it was a pretty decent show. Um, left me, you know, in intrigue many of the time, and... I had ended up watching it on like an on-demand type of thing. Yeah. So I didn't have to worry about the commercials. I just watched it straight through. Right. And then when it was over, I'm like, well, that sucks. That's it. <laughs> no more episodes after this. And I had to move on to something else. Hmm. So, yeah, that's that's Person's the story in that. I'm not saying that Netflix is going to, you know, pick it up and try to, you know, try continue. To, yeah. But that's the hope that a lot of people have nowadays when a show gets canceled. Now, like, now Netflix is getting credit for... The return of a show like Arrested Development, um, they I I would say that they're like helping produce it, like they'll give the money for it. Oh. They have a spot for it because uh-huh. TV networks they're not gonna you know, I mean I'm not gonna say they're not going to because there are dozens of channels that would love to probably have Arrested Development but don't have the resources to bring it back. Right. Whereas Netflix, I guess they do. So kudos to them. And 2013, I don't know when exactly that year, but. We'll start to get some new episodes of that show, which kudos, is an awesome show. Kudos to um, the Apple Corporation. Oh yes, that, they had a big day yesterday. Supposedly, too. when uh, supposedly when this uh, new iPhone five is released, it's going to pull our economy out of out of the out of the swamp and revitalize it. It's, How it, so? they, 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 I, I don't know. They, they said or? they said it's going to it's going to actually uh, raise uh, GDP by. Um, point zero 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 one percent i don't know it's supposed it's supposed to do wonders for the economy I won't just, lie. just the I, release of the new iphone 5 but people are already whining and crying about uh about the little the little port the little um recharge the lightning the, thing the yeah well, i don't know if they have it i know that the this, yeah. this guy here right. they, they have a new uh it's smaller i guess so you, oh, okay. you gotta buy an adapter now um, I only read that for the iPod Nano, and I've, I haven't done as much research. The new iPod, the, the new iPod Nano. Yeah, yeah, because they're releasing them too. Doing right? that, a new iPod Touch, um, and then there's going to be new iTunes. New iTunes. Yep, new iTunes. What does that mean? <laughs> like where you plug in for your to get your um, iPod info, iTunes. It's going to be iTunes 11. Because right now everybody's running iTunes 10. Oh, okay, right, okay, okay. So that's going to Also be they're uh, doing October. away with uh, with Google Maps. Doing a Oh yeah, the new iPhone is. Yeah. Yeah, because they're going to I guess they're going to have their own thing. Their own. I didn't do any research yet on iPhone 5. I just happened to look up the iPod Nano and then It looks huge. The iPod Touch. I saw it on TV. It's like bigger than people's hands. I would love to go to these kind of these these but supposedly it's thinner and uh, it weighs less than right. any of the uh, the previous, previous iPhones, but it looks very big. I didn't get to really examine this one yet, but I would love to go to these like these press shows, these 
these conventions, these, um, one of them is called as 3E, which is like electronics something something. Um, I would love to go to these so I can actually check these things out firsthand, you right. know, play with them and give my own personal account. You'd be a perfect, um, what do they call them, geniuses that work at the <laughs> Apple store. <laughs> the the little dicky dudes that run around in the T-shirts. Oh, yeah, I would probably eat it up. Cause the geniuses. I could see you being one of them, guys. I think there's an Apple store over at a... At a I think in Manchester. I think there's one at um, the Farmington Mall, too. Whatever uh, This ritzy one over here. I think that's Manchester. No. Is it? No? The West, West Farms Mall. Right, it's I'm in West Hartford. Oh. Or... Uh, part of it's in Farmington, part of it's in West Hartford. I think there's one there. Yeah, whatever. I know. I think I know what you're. You're thinking of about. Buckland Hills. Ah, uh, maybe in Manchester. They both seem kind of ritzy to me. Yeah, because I've been to both of them before, and like I don't see a difference. Um, the uh, but you'd be. I think you'd be perfect for that. For for of course, a, for I a love job. I love tech stuff. I'm I'm a total geek. I have no problem admitting it. And and most people who go in there, uh, to these Apple stores, they 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 want. Um, you know, somebody hovering over them, explaining every little thing because, mm. um, you know, because they don't. I don't know. I just see most of the people that that line up for the Apple Store or, or go to the Apple Store. There are a lot of doofuses, and they just, <laughs> you know, they, <laughs> they, uh, they, they do. Apple does. I, what I'm wondering is, did Steve Jobs have anything to do with this new phone before he died, or is this? I'm sure post- he had. Steve Jobs. He might have had like some plans of what he he wants next. Like I'm, he's, when, he's when, the type of guy that I mean I haven't read his his uh, um what is it, the audio the biography or whatever his memoir whatever that is I haven't read that but I'm just from are you what go, I hear are you about go him, see see the movie played by uh, by Ashton Kutcher by Ashton Kutcher <laughs> I I probably will but um he just seems like the type of guy who would have like the whole next. 10 to 15 years of what he would you think want so? to do planned out, yeah. I was hoping that in the near future, the end of what he was involved in is going to happen, mm-hmm. so then we can see Apple on its own without him. But you're probably right. I bet 10 to 15 years of stuff was already in the works before he kicked the bucket. Right, and he's probably got even like a whole hologram of himself somewhere <laughs> programmed, just not ready to come he out yet. He cloned himself. Yeah, and he's actually inside of one of the next generations of computers that's coming out, and yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'm not really gone, I'm here. But Apple's one of them companies. I mean, you know, they're a scary company. Oh, yeah, because they... <laughs> Google's a scary company. Facebook's a scary company. They uh they know they know our every move our that's, every that's uh, making me think of the movie that's coming out or has come out I think it's coming out it's called Branded so that that's your homework assignment go look up that that trailer I'll probably po- I'll try to remember to post it on uh, Facebook later because um, I didn't know they were passing it off as a horror movie but Branded? it's all it's all about um pretty much the brands brand names taking over is it a documentary it's a movie. I think it's like a horror movie or a thriller of some sort. <clears throat> the trailers that they show on TV, they don't really explain much. They just you just see like a Coca-Cola bottle kind of crackling open and these weird tentacle things coming out of it. Oh Jesus, really? Yeah, it's it's really bizarre. It's really crazy. It's pretty dark. And I'm like, I don't on the TV, you're not on the TV commercials, you're not really sure what's going on, but if you watch the actual, you know, two and a half minute trailer, you trailer? see a lot more of what this movie is supposed to be about is it is it worth uh even though you can't view it uh 
Well, we're about to go on a commercial break. Yeah, anyway, is it so worth coming back to? Um, you, you'll check it out, and then you can talk about it when we get back if you want to. All right. But um, in the meantime, we will. We'll be back with the eighty fourth in, in a second because I of the lost. I didn't realize this was still playing all this time. What? My iPod. Because I had it quiet. So. <laughs> oh no. Uh, well, we'll go with this one. Whoops. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll be back. Allnoiseradio.com with the eighty fourth installment of the lost dial. It's been 48 years Connecticut School of Broadcasting has helped place thousands of people, just like you, in exciting careers in radio, television, and the new media. At Connecticut School of Broadcasting, our hands-on approach is different. It's designed to have you spend less time in the classroom and more time in the studios. From the first day, you'll work with state-of-the-art equipment. Learn by doing from our team of industry professionals who come from their studios to ours. The best part about it, you'll learn it all in a matter of months, not years. Connecticut School of Broadcasting has a network of 12 campuses from Massachusetts to Miami. Remember, it's never too late to love what you do. So do what I did. Call 1-800-TV-RADIO. Step into the fast-paced world of the broadcast media. Day and evening classes begin soon. Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Get trained and get connected now. Call 1-800-TV-RADIO or log on to GoCSB.com. Hello, hello, um, welcome back to the 84th installment of The Lost Dial, powered by allnoiseradio.com. I was just uh, checking out this branded official trailer, uh, the one you saw, did it start off with the, the chunky girl eating the burger? I don't remember. Don't believe the narrator. Don't believe her smile. Something like that, yeah. And then it's some guys in a Japanese guys in a in a in a meeting. You know, I think so. There's things coming out of the back of his head. Either way, the the you know the official trails would be explained more than the TV ones would. Huh. Looks spooky. Well, eh. <laughs> we'll watch it again later. We'll put that on the side. Yeah. So, so I thought that's what you were going to do when we actually broke, but you you went away. I was too I was too preoccupied smoking a delicious cigarette. Mm. Philip Morris Camel Camel Company, the Camel Corp. Philip Morris. I can't, can't make Branded that. Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I couldn't do a real kind of gagging, dying sound. <laughs> yeah, that's better. But because uh, all this chocolate that I've been eating. <clears throat> oh, you're still working on those? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I wasn't like you and just gobbled them away. <laughs> just like, oh my God, these aren't going to last anymore. I must eat them now. I'm like, here you go, you diabetic. And I'm the one over <laughs> here like. <clears throat> oh, goodness. Um, Yeah. <laughs> So the world is up is uh is upside down as it normally is. I can't really say uh, what's new about that. You know what's new about the world in you what's, know what's in turmoil. Or... You know. Yeah, I mean, I still like to focus on the positive stuff. That's what I. That's why. That's why I love movies because that's why it's that's my escape from this reality. Even though some of the movies actually kind of dwell on reality. Uh, yeah, apocalyptic scenarios. Yeah, like for example, one of the movies I also watched this weekend. Um, Game Changer, or I think it's Game Changer, Game Changer, but the whole movie about Sarah Palin. Oh, you just saw that? Finally, because 
It's pretty good, huh? HBO, yep. Uh, Go HBO. Julianne Moore. Excellent job. I love her. Mm-hmm. And she, almost made me kind of sympathize a little bit with her, with Palin. I think that was the point, but at the same time, she kind of went a little crazy. And a little yeah, low. you know, it's hard, you know. I, uh, I can see where people would watch that and then... And end up sympathizing a little bit with her, but I still have a hard time sympathizing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not, like, saying, oh, I wish she made it. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, like, wow, she really wasn't she ready was, for she, what. Yeah, she was not prepared. They basically, uh, you know, it, like, showed one of his guys, the uh, the guy from uh, Ghostbusters, who, uh, <laughs> that's all I can think of. He's a oh, lot older now. Um, he was the guy in the Peter McNally, I think. <laughs> Peter uh, McNally, I believe his name is. Yeah, he was he Probably was he was wrong. following the orders of uh, of the guy in the painting, and he was in love. You know, I think he was in just, love with Sigourney Weaver. That's just one of my faults. I pronounce everything wrong. Oh, of course you do. Because uh, his but, name. But uh, but if I spell mediocre wrong, you'll uh, correct <laughs> Spelling me. Spelling wise, that's fine. Embarrass I, me I in know front what of it all looks my like. friends. I know what it looks like <laughs> because you know the way it's spelled. But saying it, that's a different story. Yeah. Um, see, I did that with. What's that. his name? Peter uh, McNoli. I want. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. You do I know. know it's wrong. You do know who I'm talking about. I do. Though. But uh, first it shows a scene of him in that movie, uh, basically on uh, online, just randomly typing in, you know, uh, different unknown politicians around the country that were women. Yeah, right. and women looking at you know watching some of their speeches and. Uh, and it's funny because I was stumbles across Sarah Palin the same way because he was looking at certain ones and like boring, boring. Ah, like Sarah, Sarah Palin. I could see Russia from my house. And I mean, I like that they used the actual, um, you know, SNL skits. Did, the actual do you ones. think in real life? I mean, I guess that's supposedly supposed to be pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do you think she really watched as much? Uh, Tina Fey impressions, the real Sarah Palin during that whole. I know during the campaign. I, I mean, know that it was showed her doing that quite a bit in the movie. I wouldn't be surprised because apparently, maybe like she really did watch a lot of her own. Like women are like that, though. I mean, I can see, uh, I can see men, you know, men politicians, not uh, watching the news. Not go- or- yeah, not going back and watching their speeches or, or, or you know you know, really too concerned about their poll numbers. But women, on the other hand, I could see women politicians being a lot more concerned about that. Not Hillary, because Hillary's an exception, but. <laughs> and speaking of um, I love, impressions. I love so. Hillary Clinton. I really do. I, I, I really like Hillary Clinton. And I do, I think she has so much experience under her belt now. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, despite what happens, obviously not this this time around, but 2016, I really think that she could run and she could win. She's got a lot of experience now. She Definitely. was she was the first lady, uh, senator from New York. Now she's the, uh, you know, she actually did run a campaign before. And now she's the uh, secretary of state. Mm-hmm. She's got a lot of experience. I mean, there's her and then this other guy that um, was at the DNC that a lot of people are talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, the uh, Castro guy. Right, right. Yeah, they try to, uh, I mean, because Barack Obama did basically what he did at the uh, Boston Convention for... 2004. 2004, yeah. And, you know, that's when uh, Chris Matthews so uh, historic, you know, so notably uh, said he got a tingle up his leg. 
um, from that from that clean, um, well-spoken black gentleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is going to be a president. Made me that, pee a little bit. That, <laughs> that is uh, what Chris Matthews said. Tingle, tingle, he's going to be president. <laughs> and he was right because mm-hmm. uh, he became president. So he got another tingle with this guy. <clears throat> yeah, this, uh, and he's got a, t- got a, <laughs> a twin. <laughs> I yeah, mean, he's got a twin. And uh, ha- ha- that's going to be the day. I mean, w- we have, you know, all these, we want all these historic. Uh, Firsts. Firsts, right. You know, the first, first black guy, first woman, first Latino, uh, first Hispanic president who has a twin. Mm. And I mean. Can't beat that. All the uh, all the mischief they could get into with that, you know. Mm. Uh, the guy who's actually president, you know, gets bored one day and throws his twin in there. To, <laughs> and the guy has no idea what's going on. Oh, I love it. That's like a, a movie just waiting. Yeah, happen. that would be a good movie. Um, but and I didn't see his speech. I, I did. I did Neither watch did I. a lot of the Democratic National Convention, but I did not see the keynote address from uh, from the Castro guy. He's a uh, mayor of San Antonio. But what is, do you know if his brother's a politician? Um, you know, I had, this, there. I had the same exact question. I think, oh my, I, I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. I'll Did you see that. his daughter? That was a big buzz yeah, while was he was doing this. She's like, um, there was, a um, diva, little princess. There was a bunch of gifts of the week and gifts. You know, those are animated, uh, images for those that don't know what a gif is. GIF. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of them they had not necessarily for the week, but from the DNC. And she was the first one. Mm-hmm. I think hers might've been like number one or number two, I think. Nope, number one, I think what might have been Clinton, doing some kind of pointing. In his speech? Yeah. Doing some pointing? The The best thing that came out of his speech was what he said, though, like I said before. If, if Bill Clinton would... I mean, that's that's a reputation killer right there, saying something like that. But, I mean, I think he he wouldn't have said it if he didn't... If he, he wasn't pretty sure... Mm. That this right. is not, you know, this is not Barack Obama being a weak, uh, you know, not ready, inexperienced president, um, uh, aloof to uh, the economy. If Bill Clinton came out and said, I wouldn't have been able to do it. My predecessors wouldn't have been able to do it. George W. Bush definitely wouldn't have been able to do it. <laughs> well, um, he kind of did it. But he, well, I mean, he was. The fault of the cause. And- but, you know, they say a lot of them, um, a lot of the things in place. Um, that allowed for the 2008 collapse of the economy, there were certain things that were put into place by the Clinton administration. Mm, um, they all they all work off from one another. Um, not that he did any of those things by any means, saying "ha ha ha," I'm going to ruin <laughs> um, the economy in 10 years from now. But uh, you know, certain things with Wall Street and whatnot. I don't. I couldn't say exactly. I'm not a uh, economist. I am not a, uh, s- a scholarly economist, so I wouldn't be able to tell you exactly what was put in place. But um, we'll get one know. of those guys on here and he'll explain it. Yeah, we need. In, a, we need. A, we need. Terms. We need correspondents. We need. We need funny correspondents like the Daily Show. Yeah, we're putting out job applications, so please yes. apply. We can't pay you, <laughs> but you know, please apply anyway. We um, can pay you in Hershey Kisses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before I forget, um, Fred Armisen is no longer doing the impressions for. Um, uh, is it oh, the Portlandia guy? Yeah, and now it's going to be Jay Farrow, who I'm excited about because he is awesome at impressions. I think some of his best ones are Denzel Washington, Will Smith. Um, Jay Z. I mean, he 
there are videos I've seen videos before he was actually on SNL. Just he went through like a hundred people in like five minutes, mm-hmm. and it was absolutely hilarious. I'm pretty sure is this he, guy a newer cast member. Or? Yeah, he's one of the featured ones. So I'm assuming since a bunch of people left, like Kristen Wiig, and um, it's possible Jason Sudeikis might leave after the um, after the campaign is over, and uh, Andy Samberg left, and one of the other, I think one of the newer ones. I don't know if she was featured or not, but she's leaving too. So hmm. I'm hoping maybe Jay Farrell is going to be promoted to be like one what of the main What are you saying, Jay Farrell? Jay Farrow. Oh, Pharaoh. Yeah. Spelt like Pharaoh, like yep. the pharaohs of Egypt? Yep. He's one of the featured, I think he started my, maybe last year or the year before. But he is awesome at impressions. They don't use him as often as they should, but then again, they never do with the featured ones. Right. Um, they kind of have to earn their stripes, I guess. So. So, we'll, I mean, if he's going to be doing the, the president, then I'm pretty sure he's going to have to be featured. I mean, not featured. He's going to have to be, like, one of the main cast me- members now. Right. But yeah, that's a big part. Of, not that I – I can't – I couldn't tell you the last time I watched Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, even I, someone who doesn't watch it, knows that, you know, doing the president is uh, – It's a big deal. It's always been a big part of Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's part of, part of the, what they're, they're known well, Will for. Will Ferrell used to do George W., right? Yes, hilariously. Dana Carvey did his father. Uh, Daryl Hammond did Clinton. Daryl Hammond did Clinton. Before him um, was uh, Phil Hartman. Before he uh, before his wife killed him? Yeah. Isn't that what happened? Didn't yeah, his wife kill him? Yeah, and I think she might have killed herself after that. I, think. I hope she did. Phil Hartman was cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had an awesome voice. Yeah, um... What was the show he was on? Uh, might have been news radio. News radio, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. He was such a a great cynical, <laughs> cynical guy. It's a show I never watched, but I didn't watch it religiously either. But I just I remember it. Uh, I, did Andy Dick end up replacing him, or not necessarily him, but like I know Andy Dick was on it, and right. so was Joe Rogan was on that show. Hmm. Um, and wasn't. Uh, Kathy Griffin on that too? I don't think she was on that. No, okay. I don't. I don't think she's ever really done a sitcom. I could have swore Kathy Griffin was on that show. Such a look it up. Know. Cast a news radio. <laughs> Are you writing that for you to write? Look up, or you want me to look that up? Oh, uh, I guess I'll look it up. I don't have my. I don't have my sources like I usually do, and I can't use my. I don't want to keep using my phone because that's where the internet's coming from. So you can. You can continue with that i'll throw out some other things that uh, i looked at uh workaholics that's on netflix as well but it's also still currently airing do you on like workaholics i've watched uh two episodes so far i'm gonna continue watching because it's quite hilarious um i love how they talk because at times they kind of sound like me just kind of making up not making up words but just the way that they speak um so out of the two episodes i saw i i like what i see and i'm probably gonna keep watching um it's okay yeah. the movie safe uh, Jason Statham movie, which at first I kept trying to figure out, like, is this the first time I've seen Jason Statham or heard Jason Statham try to do an American accent? But I don't know exactly what accent he was doing. I'm not sure if it was American. I don't know. But it was actually pretty good. It's a very high body count. One day, I'm pretty sure someone's going to actually have the number of how many people got killed in that movie. Because it's, uh, it's crazy. But it's a good movie. I liked it. You know, it must be some chick who... Uh... Did you figure... See a name? All right, there's a picture. See that? 
You see the girl that looks like Kathy Griffin? Yeah, Andy Dick's so weird. Um, you see who I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, her. But it's not Kathy Griffin. She was in the movie Godzilla. Oh, with uh know that. With uh, Matthew uh, Broderick. Um, Dave Foley was in it. Stephen Root, Phil Hartman, Andy Dick, Maura Tierney, Vicky uh, Lewis. I like her too. Vicky Joe, Lewis, I think that's her that's name. That's who it is, yeah. Joe Rogan, Condi Alexander. Maybe it's Condi John Alexander. Lovitz was in that, too. Yeah, so that's why I thought it was her, because it looks... I'm sad that the, the last show Morna Tierney was on got canceled. Mm. It was called The Truth. I mean, I don't like court shows, but this was a good one. That got canceled a couple years ago. Um, Which one's Morna Tierney? Can you show me a picture again? Oh, you already left it, didn't no, you? No, I got it. Um, well, maybe she's not in that picture. I was going to say she's the one at the top, but that's not her. That's not her? No. I don't know who that is. I don't know who the black lady is either. She almost looks like the lady in um <clears throat> one of the CSI shows, the one that cuts people up, the morgue person. Oh. The uh, the one who does the autopsies. MIA. Um, <laughs> Miami. Is it the Miami one? Yeah. Yeah. I don't watch it, but I know enough about it to know which one. Doesn't which. she kind of looks like her? I doubt it's her, but. Yeah. You never know. It could be. You never know. News radio doesn't come out anymore, so those people, they need jobs. That's an oldie. It is an oldie. It's an oldie. Um, I also watched the, the Pirates, Band of Misfits. Uh, that's an animated movie. It's actually something my mom wanted to watch when we went to go see the Lorax. She's like, oh, I want to see that movie in 3D. Um, but we never made it. Um, that's actually, it was pretty entertaining, pretty comical. I've only wanted to watch it once. I, ended up I don't it even twice. know what you're talking about. I know. And what is very, it? <laughs> it's called The Pirates with an exclamation point and probably, uh, just pirates, the pirates, oh, the band one. of misfits. It's starring the voices. Is of, it a Pixar? Nope. It is. Hmm. Not sure who did it, but, um, Hugh Grant. Um, that's a whole bunch of voices that are in that movie. Isn't he the guy that was caught with a male prostitute in the backseat of a car? Was it a male prostitute? No. <laughs> I know it was a prostitute. I don't I'm know just starting a male rumors. One. Um, I started to watch. It well, obviously this... didn't kill his uh, career. No, he's, he's doing fine. He's been fine. in plenty of weak movies since then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's Hugh Grant. He's a name that most people know. He's such a, you know, I, I know how, uh. It's it's like an ignorant American thing to like because of the way British people talk that they're wussies. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of tough tough guy British British people. We'll go back to <laughs> tough guy Brits, but uh, we'll go back to Jason Statham for that one. Right, exactly, and pretty much anybody in uh, locks or uh, those movies, Snatch, and uh, well, no, because there's some Americans. I'll say one. Well, Maybe even not Snatch, because he wasn't even really a tough guy in that movie, Jason Statham. Yeah, no, he really wasn't. He didn't kill anybody no, in that movie. No, no. Um, but, uh... Several other British people killed other people. I, I can say, you know, putting my reputation on the line, that uh, Hugh Grant is a wussy Brit. Mm. Until you see him in some kind of action. Which he's never been in. And probably never will do. Because he's in all these, you know, he's in all these... Um, Romantic comedies. Right, romantic comedies, like ones with uh, the Dramas. chick. The chick from, uh, oh, it was the worst thing. Why I sat through the whole thing, I don't know why. You're talking about Bridget Jones' Diary? No, I'm sure that was terrible, but uh, <laughs> the one with the girl from Sex and the City, the horse girl. 
I know who you're talking about. You're talking about uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what movie you're talking um, about. They are uh, running from someone. They have to go out to some town in Wyoming. They're from New York. Is that the one where they have to run up? In. Is the movie called Run Up a Hill and the man who <laughs> ran up a hill and came down a no, mountain? No, 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 no. The man who went up a hill and came down a mountain. Because I've seen that movie. I think I kind of liked that movie. Is he in that? I think so. That's um. That, uh, that's probably that was, that was an Irish film. That's a movie that goes way back into kind of my obscurity and I'm see I'm trying to to get to uh, Quentin Tarantino level. I don't think I I don't think I can. I'm I'm doubting myself. I know I can do it, but I mean he he is a walking encyclopedia of movies, and I don't know if I can if I can if I can get there because I mean he knows he knows his things. He he. There's another a movie, and I and I can't say it was done by you know. It was Hugh Grant or not? It was well. It, it was produced by you know, uh, oh yeah, Irish, I think Irish he, filmmakers or oh. whatnot. But there was that movie. There was the one going up a hill, coming down a mountain, and then there was another one. Oh, the the Waking of Ed Divine or something. Mm. You remember that one? Remember that was like title. another movie. It was kind of like you know, you'd you'd say it was an Irish movie. It was probably done by Hollywood people, but it took place in in Ireland. Mm. Everybody spoke with the accent, and you would just kind of say, oh, that's an Irish film. I see. The uh, Waking of Ned Divine. Oh, Ned Divine. Okay, yeah. It sounds more familiar now. Than what? Never Ed seen Divine? It. Yeah. All it took was the end to make <laughs> it more to more recognizable. The Waking of Ed Divine. Nope, never heard of but it. But Ned Divine. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard yes, of that I've one. I've heard of that movie. I've, <laughs> I mean, I've seen it twice. Um, no, I haven't seen that movie, but I am familiar with that title. Um, but, I, I mean, but as far as Hugh Grant poo-poo on him he's he's such a wuss no the movie um him and sarah jessica parker and it's uh like did you hear about the morgans or did oh you hear? yes and you know as soon as you said it yeah now they're out and they're out in wyoming because someone's trying to kill them for whatever reason and they're they're these you know they're these yuppie, oh and you watched you yuppie, sat through it and you yeah because it was on and somebody was, i don't know for some reason i just sat probably through the whole a thing. girl wasn't it probably um because i mean why would um okay other than myself, since it I was me and all and all and all my teammates on the rugby team, we all sat down and watched. Uh, Did you hear about them? Because <laughs> I was about to say, there's no normal guy other than myself that would sit through, you know, <clears throat> intentionally like some kind of chick flick. I'll do it every now and again, and you know, because the bottom line is, as terrible as they are, they're all entertaining, right? And that's you know, they, that's the whole you know, point. It's supposed to entertain. What was another one I sat through that I couldn't believe I sat through? It was the one with Alec Baldwin and um, Meryl Streep, where they used to be married and um, then they get divorced, but because of their daughter, something they have to meet back up and they start banging. And, oh, I can't think of the name of, it, but I know what you're talking about. It was a Woody Allen movie too. Um, you directed. Who it. else is in it? Um, uh, uh. Why can't I think of his stupid name? He's got white hair. He's always had white hair. He's funny. Steve Martin? Yeah, Steve Martin. <laughs> he's a banjo player. <laughs> um, yeah, he's in it too because him and uh, him and uh, Meryl Streep are kind of seeing each other before she runs into her ex-husband, which is Alec Baldwin, and then the whole thing occurs. And But that's another one um, that oh, it's amazing that I've seen the whole thing, but it was on, and for some reason I just sat down and I just I dealt with it. But I've never wa- I've never seen one. You I know, I want to say it's like something borrowed, but that's not it. That's another movie entirely, probably. But what are you gonna say? Uh, just for whatever random reason, I've seen any of those movies. I've never been so appalled that I, it can't keep my attention. 
You know what I mean? That I just get up and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I've never, I don't think I've walked out on a movie yet. I mean, there was, and people are actually talking about that on Twitter recently, uh, movies you've walked out on. You know what movie I've tried to watch? And I, I didn't go to the movie theater to see it. It's just always on HBO or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's supposed to be a good movie, but every time I've, I've just turned, tuned into it, and it's never from the beginning, it's always random random spots throughout the movie is bridesmaids bride bridesmaids bridesmaids but any time any time i've stepped in on that movie i've been i just can't i just i i totally i I watch it for a little while yeah and i just i don't know i just i mean even when um it was supposed to be like pretty good though it is i mean it's not as Personally, I didn't think it was as great as everyone said it was, but I think maybe that's one of those movies I have to watch a second time and really appreciate the humor. I, I don't get it. Because that's just... what happened with The 40-Year-Old Virgin. I watched that the first time. I'm like, this isn't as great as everybody said it was. But then I watch it again. And, I'm and like, you'll love it. That's one yeah. of those movies that I will watch anytime, place. If it's on, I'll make, I'll you know, it's in my collection. I'll, I'll, I've, I've watched that movie so many times. Yeah. Just because just but I mean with, I with John Hamm scenes in Bridesmaids that doesn't like or you never actually around to actually see <sighs> yeah it. see it's always been random times and I, maybe yeah you have to catch maybe a beginning. John Hamm scene but I don't know I just something about it just like kind of depressed I don't know not depressed yeah, there okay there are sad parts in it like that's I think that's what took caught me off guard like, the last oh. time I walked in on it it was um I don't know yeah she, the the main character there whatever her name is the blonde She's just going through, like, turmoil. Like, she has sex with the cop, the local cop, and then the next day it's weird, and mm. she leaves or kicks him out, and then it's just... Yeah, it doesn't go the way that you think apart. it might And go. I don't know, I just, I couldn't, you know, I just, I don't know, it bummed me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's a different kind of... It was different than what I expected. That's, that's what I'm trying to get to. But it, overall, it was still pretty good. And, uh, you know, well worth the attention, especially with um, Melissa McCarthy. I think she – I don't I don't know if she won any awards for that movie, but she's been getting a lot of recognition, which is nice. Who's that? That is the the larger heavyset oh, yeah. woman. Yeah. that's She's from uh, Mike and – That Mike terrible and, uh, sitcom, yeah. Mike and Mindy? Is that it? Molly. Molly. Yeah. <laughs> Mike and Molly. And that's Oh, my got... God. That's what I had to, I was supposed to write down. What? All the shows that I watched. The – um. The ones that I got advanced screenings for, the new shows that are coming out this oh, fall. Oh, I think yeah. I'm going to have to do that um, on our next episode. Didn't you already do that? Nope. I only told you the shows that were coming. I didn't, and I gave predictions. Oh, right, right, right. But right, now right. It's, it's it's new now season it's... time, and some of these shows are being advanced screened, like either like on Hulu or... Um, now, when is when know, is that. the actual time where all these shows start to premiere? The last week of uh, September. Some of them actually already started. Okay. Um, like the new normal. Um, what's the other show? Because it was on last night, but I recorded it, and I only watched like five minutes. And I'm like, eh, no. Did you say that um, Two and a Half Men was coming back? Yes. It is. It should be coming back. Really? No. Yeah. I'm surprised by that. Eh, I didn't think it doing did all right. that well. Yeah, it's doing all right with uh, with. Uh, Maybe you said Ashton. something about um, they gave up already on uh on his new show there oh no it's they got the 90 episode order on uh Anger fx management really yeah. it's gonna be around for a, for a while new season of it's always sunny is coming up soon i'm not sure exactly when that's coming up um all of this i'll have written out for for next week the only other entertainment news i wrote down snow white and huntsman but i can't really 
give a review on that because I zoned out in the middle of it. Was was that, my, it wasn't good? It wasn't that it wasn't good. Um, and my brother-in-law kind of predicted it, said that it was, all the action scenes are going to happen in the beginning and then the end and in the middle is just kind of dry. But also my sister, it was her birthday, so we were hanging out with her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we kind of kept having conversations and, you know, you miss a lot when you're talking. It's kind of funny because my niece, who is like 15, I don't know, um, I always wonder why she keeps talking to the TV. And I realize that she's actually trying to do what me and my sister do when we're watching movies together. We're sitting there riffing on the movie. And she's trying to pick up on it, and she's trying to do it with us. But she doesn't quite know that we're actually Isn't that just jokes. inherent with black people, though, <laughs> to talk through a whole movie? <laughs> uh, we're doing it in a jokingly way. I don't. We don't do it when we're in the theater. But she also kind of um, talked about my niece. I think she does it because sometimes she's not really sure what's going on, or maybe she knows what's going on, but she just wants to ask questions anyway. And my response is in the same sarcastic tone. And it's like, let's all find out together. You know, just you know, be quiet. Well, watch. like I said before, the only reason I want to see that Huntsman movie is because I want to see um, right. And that's why I told my I told my sister. I just want to see Charlize Theron come out of the milk. <laughs> And that happens in the beginning of the movie. After uh, that, you see, could yeah, figures. See? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all the good stuff happens all right the at the beginning. All the good stuff happens at the beginning. And then you got to sit through an hour and 45 minutes of crap. Mm-hmm. But, yes, you've um, <laughs> wasted another good hour with us. Oh, yes, it's time already. It's huh? that time already. Yeah, thank you for uh, tuning in to the 84th installment of The Lost Dial, powered by AllNoiseRadio.com. And you know all And that's the, all I got to say about that. Yeah, make sure you please contact us in all the other ways that you know. Uh, 860-342-8423. Um, I got one last thing to say to all of you. What do you got to say? Honky-tonk, badonk-a-donk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, don't forget. If the world didn't suck, we'd all fall off. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Dial is brought to you by AllNoiseRadio.com and powered by the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. To hear more Lost Dial, find us on iTunes and TheLostStylePodbean.com and listen to us anytime, anywhere. To contact us, email TheLostStyle at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash TheLDCrew and follow us on Twitter at TheLostStyle. Connecticut School of Broadcasting founder, Dick Robinson. You know, the media business has changed a lot since we opened our doors in 1964. Now media content is everywhere, on air, online, on the go. More than ever, companies are looking for people to help drive this new media. At Connecticut School of Broadcasting, you'll get hands-on training on the latest software and equipment in a matter of months, not years. Connecticut School of Broadcasting has placed thousands of grads in broadcast media careers. It's all about versatility. You see, at a radio station, if you also know how to shoot edit and post videos you become a pretty hot commodity that's the training you get at connecticut school of broadcasting connecticut school of broadcasting with locations up and down the east coast from massachusetts to miami call 1-800 tv radio or log on to gocsb.com connecticut school of broadcasting the nation's oldest and largest group of broadcast media schools redefining training in radio tv and new media get trained get connected 1-800-TV-RADIO.